Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. And this week, folks, I wore him down. I said over and over and over again, John, you know how there are big mountains that look like cars? I think that's a topic. And John said, eh. And we never did an episode about it. Until now. That's right, folks. Today is the day we talk about buttes. He likes that word because it's butts with an E shoved in it. Mm-hmm. And you know me. I love shoving things into butts. Hell yeah. But yeah, hopefully this is a good episode and John doesn't get to gloat and I can gloat instead uh, about me being right. But yeah. It's kind of messed up that the car, the mountains look like big, big cars. What does that mean? Well, it's kind of messed up that we've got a mountain that looks like four uh, historical figures. John, they carved it, and you know that. Mm-hmm. So what if they carved it, and we know that? Okay. Okay, we're jumping right in. What if mm-hmm. they carved Everything. big cars? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a, a genuinely a good theory. I like it, and I want to expand on it. All right, so what do we know about this world? We know commercialism. That's true. And what do you do in a weird world where everyone seems to be relatively taken care of uh, and you've run out of problems to solve? You devote everything to commercialism and just grand sweeping gestures and spending all your money on just frivolous things. What does that involve? Destroying nature and forming it into your own face. That's true. You know, it's a sort of Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to conquer situation. Mm -hmm. They done did make a big car society and they were so proud of it. I'm okay. I'm imagining to expand on that. It would make the most sense to me that the manufacturer, the either God of this universe, or as we like to say, a human society living underground, the cars, the cars world. Uh, made car society and then thought well now what Mm -hmm. and you know they made cars self-sufficient cars now can make a new building you know they can expand and remodel it's hard for them but they can do it so the manufacturer just moved on to other stuff to manufacture yeah i like that Mm -hmm. and uh the reason they did it out in nature is because the cars hadn't gotten there yet and uh in the immortal words of Steve Buscemi in Spy Kids 2, what if the manufacturer stays down in hell because he's afraid of what he created? You know, I think about that every day in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that for a first theory. I don't know how much more we can go into it, especially if we're saying the manufacturer did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to go into maybe the cars themselves did it, that I think we can expand uh, expound upon just a bit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because it's a wide range of stuff we see uh, that is cars shaped in the cars first. Like, and we should probably list a few of these examples because uh, our listener base don't all have an encyclopedic knowledge of cars, although some of them I think probably do. Mm-hmm. We're talking about in the background of Radiator Spring Shot, you see a mountain range that is called the Cadillac Range. Uh, and it's just the back of a bunch of Cadillacs sticking up, but it's a mountain. Uh, we're talking about Willie's Butte, which I'm sure we'll get to, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where. It's, it's two jokes. 
oh, because Willie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penis. Uh, <laughs> but that's where Lightning and Doc have their uh, their famous race from the first one. In the middle of it, there's a, a butte, I guess. I don't know what a butte is. Uh, that it's a look- large, flat plain. Sure. Raised. It's like a mountain if the mountain had a very smooth military haircut. Gotcha. There is a rock formation of some sort, maybe a butte, that looks like a hood ornament. There are lots of those. It's uh, cars. Radiator Springs is actually located. I think Sally says it's the gateway to Ornament Valley, uh, which is, you know, a valley with a bunch of rock formations that look like hood ornaments. And also is a joke on Monument Valley, which is a real place. There's also a big mountain that looks like a train that I can't find any evidence of on the wiki, but John and I both remember from the Plains movies. And mm-hmm. that one looks weird, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's here's the, the thing that uh, ruins the theory before we get into it. Yeah. Uh, we do know that there is a natural formation of exhaust pipes. No, yeah, that's fully fully going to be integrated into this episode tail pipe cavern i want to say it's called that's something i should have wikied but that sounds sound right. right to you i want to say it's just exhaust pipe cavern or something like that but maybe just exhaust i don't know exhausting point of no return because seriously it's just a bunch of fleshy protuberances uh, exuding from the ground and farting in your face. Yeah, and that's sort of different from what we're talking about, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, what we're talking about typically is just, like, formations that happen to look like things, but we're not usually talking about things that are functional, like actual, somewhat organic-seeming robot parts. Yeah, it is very different, but I think we can, I think we can mesh them, you know, because, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm just going to move on to one of my theories, much like, have you ever heard the theory that buttes, I guess, would be one word for them? There's another plateaus, maybe, are giant, giant tree stumps that were cut down by giants uh, before... (laughs) humanity existed i have but i think i've only seen it be like one but if it's all of them that's something so is your proposal fossils yeah i'm sort of maybe wondering if there was some megafauna (laughs) going Mm. around uh that were giant giant cars and trains and uh whatnot and they got petrified into big big mountains (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so why why do we see smiling faces? How do you mean? Uh, in at least one of the natural formations that is a person thing, a car person thing, I believe I've seen a, a face and it was smiling. I mean, uh, I'll I believe you. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Yeah, but because there's every chance that this is a dream of mine. I know I do know you dream of uh uh fossilized cars and anything whatnot. that I uh spend too much time on I dream of and sometimes it's Minecraft sometimes it's uh Disney Pixar's fifth best franchise. Yeah. Is there have the do we need to make that sixth? Have they done a sequel since we made that joke? Uh probably. Do we <laughs> I don't I'm looking it up. Okay, but like, here's a weird thing. What is Lightyear? Lightyear, I would say, is part of the Toy Story franchise. It's not part of the Toy Story series, because if that makes sense. it's a series within a series, except not even necessarily a series. It's just a movie in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'd stick by what I said. Like you could call it call it part of the Toy Story franchise. Mm-hmm. It's not a sequel or anything or a prequel. It's just an offshoot. Uh, let's see. 
Toy Story has sequels, so that's one. Monsters, Inc. has a sequel, that's two. Finding Nemo does, that's three. The Incredibles does, that's four. And Cars does, that's five. Anything else have a sequel? No. So we're good. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing Frozen is just Disney? Yeah, Frozen is uh, Disney, not Pixar. Yeah, that's why it wasn't as good. Ooh, Easter on Shade, I guess. No, I think it's well accepted that uh, Pixar being involved in something means it's better. No, for sure. And Frozen, quite honestly, is a pretty good movie. The first one, I would go so far as to say it's a great time. Yeah, second one was okay. Uh, it was a movie that I watched. Back to what we were saying. Yes, Cars is the fifth best franchise. All the other ones are better. And back to what we were saying before that, what were we saying before that? Uh, we were clearly saying, uh, natural formation, smiley face, my dreams, Minecraft. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're petrified, big, petrified big dinosaur. People. I mean, we're about to see a car dinosaur. In John, I f- can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet. In three days from when this hopefully comes out <laughs> we well we may not see the car dinosaur we don't know if they're all dropping at once but we're going to see cars on the road on thursday of this week and we haven't mentioned it 10 minutes into our podcast lucas do you remember uh like a few weeks ago when i said yeah we're gonna have to keep this show alive for another year so that we can do that one yeah i actually was uh, listening back to our episode where we, where they announced it, it was December fourteenth of twenty twenty. Oh boy! Yeah, because we've been doing this podcast for multiple years. Too long, some might say. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's wild. I don't know what we're going to do. Especially considering I did see someone say they think they might be shorts more than episodes. So, I mean, what is an episode? What is a short? Quibi ruined everything. Well, Quibi tried its hardest and was a very dumb idea. And yes, it did ruin everything. So I don't disagree with anything you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm pretty worried these are going to be like five minutes long each. Uh, And that'd be... I mean, we'd still do the... Let's be clear. We'd still do the episodes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but it'd make them harder. But the we watched Monsters at Work, uh, which was the Monsters, uh, Inc. Disney Plus show, which I would categorize as fine. And it was like full episodes, so that also gives me hope. But Now, have you seen I Am Groot? I've not. I'm not... Dang, I want to know if it's worth watching. Yeah, me too. I would like to know that before doing it, because gosh, I do love Groot, but I more love Guardians 1 Groot, where he's Mm -hmm. a big, big, like, full-grown tree man. I think baby Groot's very funny and fun, but... And teenage Groot is a teenager, so... Yeah, he's supposed to be fun in the fact that he's not fun, you know? That he's annoying and, like... He gets a chuckle out of me, but like he also overstays his welcome sometimes. But yeah, we are. Uh, if we seem a little frazzled, it's because we haven't slept for a week because Cars on the Road comes out in three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my, my son has decided that as of late, he does not want to sleep through the night. Well, he must also know then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he Okay, so Liz just keeps getting him all riled up for it. Because he's got some some jammies that are specifically uh, Lightning McQueen jammies. He's got his own little red car that he rides around in our house now. Everything's just crazy. He's got, I think, even like a little racing jacket. How much car stuff have y'all been gifted for your son because of this podcast? Surprisingly not as much as you'd think. Uh, I've done it. I've listed... Most of the items that have just been purchased by her because she saw them and then also purchased by her mother because of the podcast. Sure. Uh, we've also got uh, books that were gifted. We've oh, also yeah. got just general like car toys because he's a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But yeah, Rory, we gotta get him on, get his opinion on everything. Because I'm sure he'll be a great time. But we can't get distracted with the future, John. We have to stay in the present. And presently, we're talking about giant, giant mountains that look like cars. Mm -hmm. That may have, in fact, been just gigantic creatures that roamed the Earth because there was more oxygen in the atmosphere. Yes. (laughs) I mean, we could tie this in with Pacific Rim, I guess, if we wanted. Because Pacific Rim said that dinosaurs were not real. No, Pacific Rim said dinosaurs were real, but they weren't from Earth. Yes. <laughs> Pacific Rim said dinosaurs? You mean those kaiju that the interlopers or whatever the alien race is called Pacific Rim sent the first time, but the Earth wasn't ready for them? <laughs> no. They're big kaiju. Mm-hmm. So I just brought that up because it's my favorite fact about the Pacific Rim movies is that dinosaurs are canonically interdimensional kaiju and Uh, not that uh for some reason the relationship that was established with smart boy from it's always sunny did somehow become sexual in nature yeah uh he had a grim too is a little bit of brain yeah he got a little bit of brain and then he plugged himself into it and then he got real randy for it y'all gotta watch pacific Rim, but don't watch the second one yeah well, actually, watch the second one, then watch the first one. Mm. Consider it a prequel, perhaps. No, nah, just just to like set expectations low so that when you watch the first one, you're like, holy crap, this is good. And it is. Which is why I also recommend that people watch uh, Planes in order. Yeah, yeah, Planes 2 is better. It's not good, but it's better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Cars in reverse order. not i don't I'm, know i'd say I, the worst is the second one i i'm telling you i'm sticking by it i think i like cars 2 more than cars 3 okay okay cars 3 takes a, a big jump and falls on its face cars 2 is a stupid fun movie that doesn't try to be anything more than a stupid fun movie okay okay uh and if you take out the Pixar uh, bias and you're just like, this is a kid's movie. You're like, yeah, this is a perfectly competent, fun kid's movie. This is acceptable. Yeah. Whereas Cars 3, you can't take out the pixar because they try to uh, do the message so hard and they fail at the message so hard. Mm. Uh, but we are so off track. The big dinosaur cars became mountains. And that's problematic because dinosaurs weren't as big as mountains. But... Mm-hmm. But kaiju can be. And people aren't as big as cars. Mm-hmm. So you make one bigger, you got two bigger, and two bigger equals Mountain. big. <laughs> because I like the idea of them carving out uh, to either honor themselves or maybe appease gods, or we didn't even get into the why of that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like what I was getting to in that, and I got distracted, was... Like Cadillac Range, uh, that we see the cat, the back of the Cadillacs. Why would they carve that and not any sort of facial features? Why would they carve the ornaments? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like if they wanted to honor, I don't know, the Cadillac gods or something, uh, they would want to represent them as you know, intelligent or. thinking beings so they Mm -hmm. would want their eyes their mouth showing that they are beings or at least the front of them okay Uh, okay but here's another theory uh in the bible uh (laughs) there's a common theme of uh man is what god looks like but not one of them all of them it's in his image and then there's also that jesus was all things to all people so maybe the religious implication there is that they made their gods faceless because they are everyone. It's like a your face here thing. That could be. And I do like that. And that lines up with, you know, real world religious stuff, like not just Christianity, but like it's so it's a very, very uh, large part of the the Muslim faith to not represent uh, the prophet Muhammad in Mm -hmm. any imagery. So I do kind of like that a lot. Yeah. 
And I but, also like that uh, Prophet Muhammad comparison because then it's not even a a decision at that point. It's just, of course, we didn't make a face. That would be sacrilege. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I like that even more because then you get down to, all right, why is the common depiction of Jesus what it is? And that's because someone wanted to uh, make their son the face of Jesus. You know, the Middle Eastern man that they made white. (laughs) They sure did, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Now, say what you will. uh, Sure, he could be uh, somehow like copped, which means that he has a more white passing appearance, but uh, he was Middle Eastern. He's Middle Eastern. Uh, No matter what you say, he's almost certainly not going to be looking like a white prince. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add to that. Just, yeah, that's as a massively frustrating things about representations of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now I do want to just go ahead and say that, I don't think that it counts as that same thing or same premise when specifically uh, it's like Korean Jesus, because I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier of the idea of him being all things to all people. Yeah. Yeah. And it isn't something that's like a, Oh yes, this is what he looked like per se. No, I I think that's a very important distinction. I think a lot of depictions of like, in Renaissance art to modern art of Jesus as a white man are depicting him in a way that says, this is what Jesus looks like. Whereas the Korean Jesus you brought up is like an interpretation. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I think it fits exactly in what you're saying. All things to all people. So, yeah. And uh, just to cover our bases, obviously we could be wrong. Uh, they could genuinely believe that that is what Jesus looked like. And I don't want to be disrespectful about that. And also, I don't want to give everyone in the world too much credit. Uh, sure. Korean Jesus could genuinely be what they assume he looks like. And in that case, they're just wrong. But I do like that we brought up uh, old JC here because it's reminded me of maybe one of like a couple real world examples of this. If it is a carving, which is the I'm going to butcher this. The Cristo de Redemptor, Redemptor. It's the big statue of Jesus, Christ the Redeemer. Mm-hmm. The big statue of Jesus in Brazil. Yeah, the one that has had uh, miracles said about it. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that uh, cried? I think that was uh, like to scale one in a church somewhere, but I okay. don't know for sure. <laughs> but. Uh, Christ the Redeemer, and they've also got, uh, you know, the Statue of Liberty, Colossus, back when it was a thing. But those are kind of the big ones of big people statues. And I I have noticed they're not everywhere all over the place. There are normal-sized statues of people everywhere all over the place, kind of. Because, of course. Yeah, but not big, big, big ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So perhaps statue, perhaps carving, perhaps large monster. So there are some real world examples, but it's not as prevalent. So why would, I guess our explanation of that would be what we said, the manufacturer got bored uh, Mm -hmm. and just did it a bunch. So we sort of worked our way backwards into that one. We got the why and then the how, or we got Mm -hmm. the how and then the why. And okay. then the big, the big car dinosaurs. Yeah, sure. I think we got it. They all died because the Earth didn't support them anymore, and maybe a meteor or something. Mm-hmm. And but, as we've pointed out, we believe we've seen a train, and train, demigod, makes sense. Yeah, that does, both ways. Yeah, it kind of does. So okay, maybe maybe it is a combo then, of. They aren't carvings, but these are the old gods who have become petrified somehow mm-hmm. um, when maybe their age ended or something. And there's the reverse of maybe they were making gigantic carvings because they viewed these as the deities. I like that both ways pretty well. Mm-hmm. I do want to throw us off track with my dumbest theory. But What's that? I'm maybe my favorite one, too. You watch some Rick and Morty, right? 
I have not seen the last season. Okay, you remember when they go to the planet and everything's on the cob? Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe, hear me out, if the car spurts, the Earth is like that, but everything is cars. Okay. And I don't have that theory developed past the words I've just said or what it means or how it would work, but maybe it is just naturally forming because that would make the most i guess not the most sense but like would be the explanation like pixar would give like no those are naturally forming mountain ranges Mm -hmm. everything in this world is on the car yeah on the carb (laughs) well a carb's a different thing that's true even worse though that it's also a a motor term because a carburetor yes (laughs) which is what you meant obviously for sure uh there and that just to bring it up there is another example of one of these in carburetor canyon Mm -hmm. uh which is two cars two car like fronts facing each other it's where lightning fails to make the evil knievel jump in uh daredevil mater or whatever it's called mater the greater and he didn't make it and he didn't make it it's so sad (laughs) so what about the structure of this world would make it bend towards everything being car or vehicle shape. Because one thing I will bring up, it's not even just the geographic stuff. Like we see in uh, the sky sometimes, the clouds are shaped like tire tracks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think if I remember right, uh, Prop Wash Junction gosh what a dumb name uh is on like a plateau that is shaped yeah it's shaped like a big plane yep which i don't know i just don't know man why does it do that (laughs) i know it's the episode i know it's the episode why does it do that uh because the tectonic plates sure no longer shift according to uh, just natural ebbs and flows. They shift according to the manufacturer. Okay. So this this is still being engineered by someone. This mm-hmm. is not natural then. Even if the manufacturer did not make these caves uh, with their hands or some sort of machinery, they made them by making nature shape itself. Yeah, I mean, we could explain this by zooming out from our (laughs) dumb interpretation of the manufacturer and going back to the more, you know, supported by the text version and say, no, the manufacturer is a literal god who made made everything, and Mm -hmm. it was his will. It could just straight up be Mater. Mater's like, ha ha ha, what if this was a plane? Yeah. I mean, what I'm coming to here is it's almost like the god of this world is making it to be, uh, you know, perfect to be a children's movie with lots of little Easter eggs in it. You could say the people who uh, created this world, uh, the not not the manufacturer, the, the people who envisioned it, even the visionaries over at Pixar Studios. Sure are in are the manufacturer when it comes down to it that's just factually true yes so our new theory is that this is a kids film you know it's been 131 episodes i'm not sure we've ever had that be our uh, theory before but it works it does work my other thought on just why every the molecular structure of this world tends towards vehicles it's a bit out there but okay you guys know that one of our white whales in this show is turbo teen yes uh, turbo teen as far as we know is basically lost media mm-hmm. we have searched so much and the most we can find is two episodes in english and i think i once found uh, the series in Portuguese untranslated. Which, if you if we get one million likes 
one million million follows and one million listens to all of our episodes combined. Uh, I guess I'll learn por- Portuguese. <laughs> I was thinking about it would be probably a fairly funny episode to just watch those and try to piece together what the hell's happening. Yeah. <laughs> probably wouldn't be that fun for us during it. <laughs> but I imagine the conversation coming from it would be fun. But I anyway. could easily see it being fun for us during, too. Yeah, if we make a sort of a night of it, almost. I could see us maybe uh, getting together and doing that so we don't have to do that on our own and feel like crazy people in our, you know, respective living rooms. Even better, uh, we could do uh, a mini series where we just dub them for you. I don't want to do that because the work involved, but it doesn't have to be the actual translation, Lucas. No, I know. I don't want to do it because the work involved with like, I don't know, video stuff. We don't do video stuff. No, that's the that's the beauty of it. Uh, We'll just dub it as we watch. Sure. And then have it be an episode release that's like, hey, uh, start now. And then it's dubbed from there. Uh, I'm upset with how much I like this idea because it still sounds like a lot of work when it comes down to it. Uh, No guarantee we're going to do that. (laughs) No promises, but hope. Yeah. The reason I brought up Turbo Teen is I think what happens, I've like read a description of it in Turbo Teen, is the boy and his car drive through like an experimental ray beam that combines them. Mm. And what's always been in my head for an origin story of that is that the beam goes crazy. It explodes, uh, sends a shockwave across the known universe that turns everything to cars. Mm -hmm. And due to global warming, uh, everything's always so hot that they're always transformed. Ooh, I do like that quite a bit. Man. And it's only worsened by the fact that they're all cars. Oh, man, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy right there. Gosh, I want to do an episode about Turbo Teen. It seems so dumb. Uh, but basically, I'm not saying necessarily Turbo Teen specifically, but whatever the inciting incident if we say made it go from humans to cars also just rippled out to not just the people, you know, it changed the very fabric of reality in a way that affected giant land masses. If we take the cars two poster for gospel, which I know we don't, we've had conversations about that and you've, you have firmly said that the islands that don't exist in the globe in the background of the cars two. Uh, poster are not admissible evidence Mm -hmm. but if we were to admit them it makes whole new islands that are shaped like finn mcmissile and whatnot yes which so here's the thing we gotta consider if that's the case and if we accept that does the world change around who is important inside of it expand on that when Finn McMissile decides he's going to save the world, does an island shape itself to look like him? Ah, I see. Because the events of Cars 2 are about to happen, were those islands always there and that's just a coincidence? Or were they there because those are the main characters of mm-hmm. Cars 2? Is it prophecy or is it a world that conforms to those that are or will be important in it? Oh, man, I do really like the idea of just a nebulous world that sort of shifts and shakes to whatever it needs to be, which would work mm-hmm. for the Carsverse because the Carsverse is massively inconsistent. It's most of the reason we do this podcast. Uh, and we could expand that to, you know, not just land masses, but rules, you know, almost <laughs> rules of physics. Mater Absolutely. can jump super high in the air sometimes, but sometimes he can't because it's not funny. It's it's Roger Rabbit rules it's, for Mater uh, specifically. I forget what they called it, but like comedium, the metal that uh, is either as light or as heavy as is funny. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a tiny little dumbbell and a big strong man can't lift it. And then 
someone just like a little bird flies over, picks it up, flies away. <laughs> it's just the rules to this world are whatever they need to be at that time. Yeah, which again, we're getting dangerously close to it's this way because it's a movie. It's a, <laughs> a kid movie that make it do. Uh, which is bad. We should get away from that as soon as possible. And should we do that by talking about Tailpipe Cavern, which is sort of, I would call it the elephant in the room, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the natural formation that happens to be something that they physically have on their bodies. Yeah, like it doesn't look like it. It is it. Mm-hmm. it they went into a big, big flesh cave. And it is functional. It's like yeah. if you were to go into a cave and there were just butts and they would fart occasionally. Because <sighs> that's because di- better were... and worse. There are a bunch of mouths burping. That's just it's on such a different scale, right? Because mm-hmm. what, what they do with it and the other cave, the cave they were going to go to is Tail Light Cavern, mm-hmm. uh, which is a cave full of working taillights. Yep, which makes you makes you wonder: Are they people? Yeah. Or are they the answer? Golems oh, birthed okay. from the world, or dwarves in some interpretations? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Man, I do like that being. I'm sure we talked about this extensively in our Radiator Springs 500 and a half episode and maybe came to this exact conclusion. But I do really like the idea of just like, yeah, that's how cars come about. I don't know why only their tailpipes are coming out, but soon full grown cars are going to be popping out. Mm -hmm. It's it's like giving birth is just a, oh, we were exploring the cave and then all of a sudden we see uh oh look a new baby's happening push mountain i guess but like what it actually is doing is it's making them uh stalagmites and stalactites so it's 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 if we take away the idea of cars being formed uh out of the mountain itself which i don't want to do because I love it so much, but let's get away for, from it for just a second. That's like a just a very a micro version of you know the the big car mountain and the big plane plateau and the big train mountain. So it makes me wonder if the the tailpipe stalactites work. Does the big car mountain w- work? Can or... it be alive? Lucas, where do baby come from? Uh, no one will tell me. Okay, but like in Cars World, what if, what if train is where trains come from? Okay, okay. And the reason that uh, like a certain engine is discontinued is because the natural formation that produces spare parts for that engine, yeah, uh, the natural resources are no longer able to produce. Yeah, and train mountain is where trains come from. Uh, race cars come from race car hill, and Propwash Junction uh, gives you propellers. Yeah, I do kind of love that. If for no other reason than like you brought up Propwash Junction, which is on a plane shaped plateau, and we always commented in Propwash Junction scenes like there are a disproportionate amount of planes living here. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, they were born there. Yeah, like they 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 didn't move away from home. I guess. Lucas, what if what if race car tracks are where race cars come from? Oh, you build the track around the natural formation that produces race cars. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, it reminds me almost of like a fairy circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's a portal to this otherworldly like and we don't really get it but uh, maybe that's it maybe that's why racing is so important it's their ritual 
uh, to, you know, summon more cars. They have to sort of almost charge it up by going around it a lot. If that's the case, that means that Lightning McQueen is a father. Oh, yeah, it means lots of people are co-parents. Jackson Storm is his son. Potentially. Maybe that's it. I mean, Lightning, Storm? Mm-hmm. It's all there. That was even in his dream. He was Lightning Storm. Yeah, yeah, in the in the movie, you're right. So that's why we have such a hard time with sexual organs. It's because, oh no, Lucas, what if... What if everyone flashing their headlights no, in the stands is no, a part of the no. ritual? No, no, no. We, I mean, yeah. What I if... can't even be mad because you're following both our our topic this episode and established by us lore of the cards first. That would mean that every like racing event with just massive groups of people it's all a bacchanal. Everything is just a wild sex party. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You've crafted the perfect theory that I hate so much, and I can't do anything about it. And that's why they can only go in circles. <laughs> because it is a fairy circle. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do like that part of it quite a bit. And that also... Okay, so... He's making a left turn. He's making another left turn. All right. If you're going, you're making left turns the whole time. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that clockwise or is that counterclockwise? It is counterclockwise. All right. What is the fanciful term for uh, going around something counterclockwise? I, I don't know. It's Wittershins. What? I've never heard that word in my life. Okay, so Wittershins is a term for, uh, I'm going to read the official Scottish definition, in a direction contrary to the sun's course, considered as unlucky, counterclockwise. Huh. Um, it's considered as unlucky because if you, uh, like, I don't remember the exact uh, mythos behind it, but there's like, if you go Wittershins around a church three times, You'll vanish. You'll be taken by the fairies. Man. What if they're intentionally going Wittershins around the track because that's a part of the ritual that summons from fairy more creatures? Have Connecting we... this to Brave. Yeah, have we never speculated that the cars are fey folk? Because I absolutely love that. Well, they can't be because iron. Well... Yes, but maybe they're a different kind of fae, and maybe they're just ignoring the iron. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I've made a controversial statement. I don't know if I've made this to you or if I've made this on the podcast. I don't think so, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it again now, uh, in case I did. Um, I consider elves to be fae folk. Yeah, I consider the... dwarves to be fae folk. I consider fairies to be fae folk. I consider any like magical being within like typical uh folklore to be fey. I like you prefacing this as and like I get what you're why you did it, but prefacing as like, stand back, it's time for my scalding hot take that's gonna piss everyone off. Yes. Uh, uh the people who listen to this podcast, there's a strong chance this will make people angry. Uh, at, but yeah. At, at least in D D, elves are directly descended from Fey, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. But I do not believe dwarves are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a lot of things aren't. Uh, but generally, I consider most magical creatures to be some form of fae. Yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, that would mean that if dwarves are fae, that they are a type of fae similar to cars because they are creatures who not only don't uh, hate iron, but they thrive with iron. Yeah, I do kind of love it. I love the Fey folk thing because perhaps my my last my last idea of why they got these big big cars is what if they're not big big cars, John? What if they're normal sized cars 
and the cars cars are very tiny mm, okay uh that would mess me up with how this world is sized but if you believe the like stepping into and out of realms that would make sense because uh let's say a car or a train somehow goes through a nexus or a crossroads that sends it into fairy or a realm of fairy Uh, and then it's stuck there it gets calcified it becomes a fossil on the outside yeah and that affects the world around it and that's why these little fairy creatures become cars yeah i didn't have a reason why (laughs) it would like matter if the cards were normal and the the living cars were small but now that we've got there it's by far my favorite theory we've done in a while Mm -hmm. Uh, and with uh traveling through fairy uh the size isn't comparable because you can go into fairy and then leave somewhere 10 feet away and you've gone a hundred miles in our world because size isn't exactly based on the same dimensions yeah like it's a fully other dimension it's it's Mm -hmm. like it can be a differently sized world it Uh, could be why uh some natural formations are larger than others maybe uh the finn mcmissile island is just a finn mcmissile that landed in that world yeah like who knows what the portal does Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we know not of the portal (laughs) we don't know how it works that we've invented (laughs) so yeah why why wouldn't it uh, make some things really big? If you go into like connected Pixar theory, uh, then you can just say, well, the monsters in Monsters, Inc., their door portals are just portals in and out of different fairy realms. And what's a garage if not a big door? Mm-hmm. And that's how it happens, folks. <laughs> Thought of big. John... Here's my issue with what we've done. Uh, You have to think about the fact that that would mean that uh, elves are descended from fairies. Uh, What if dwarves are descended from cars? No, I was going to say, I feel like we've wrapped it up nice, put a bow on it, and we're only uh, 45 minutes into the podcast. Okay, that's also a valid concern. (laughs) I mean, we can do a... Hey, hey, John, over here, away from the audience. Mm Mm-hmm. We can do a short episode. We're going to have our hands full for the next eight weeks in a row. We we can like do a short one if we feel like it. True, but wasn't our last episode a short episode? Let me check because that's a good concern. Our last episode, well, last week we didn't do an episode, so it yep. was an obscenely short episode. But the last it was epi- infinitely short. <laughs> yeah, but the last episode we released... What? No, our last one was long, actually. We went an uh, hour 15 last time. Oh, we don't want them to get spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair E. We've mm. wrapped it all up. Uh, we gotta stop now with that excellent joke. Yep. <laughs> Good job, us. We did it, and you know what else? You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna thank you this time. You're welcome. Uh, what but- else can I say except you're welcome. Have y'all seen Moana? It's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I lied earlier. I am going to thank you because it's really nice that you listened to this episode, this episode of the podcast and the whole podcast. Thank you for sticking with us as we have crawled over the finish line to Cars on the Road. Uh, we are... I, I won't speak for John. I am... I'm embarrassed with how excited I am for, <laughs> for this show to come out. And for us to do episodes about it, because I am genuinely really pumped uh, to, I mean, to, it's not going to matter what we do, let's be clear, but to do something timely, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. That, that is a foreign feeling to us, so we are uh, ready for that, and we're uh, just oh so grateful that you stuck with us for three years, is that right? Yeah. Going on three years, that's insane. And uh, listen, straight up, again, for the next eight weeks, we don't need your ideas. But we'd still like them. Yeah, we'd still like them. We love hearing from y'all. And if and when we do episodes after Cars on the Road, we'll need them then. 
Mm -hmm. So if you want to go ahead and send us, gosh, we would love to just stockpile them. Uh, You can send us ideas or just chat. We would actually, I'm going to say a real thing. We would love to hear your thoughts directly after the episodes come out. Or even during live tweets. You can live tweet us. You can email us. If you know us in person, text us. Give me a call. You know, we don't talk on the phone enough anymore. Fictional friend I'm talking to. Mm Mm-hmm. But you can do that. I'm not going to give out my phone number, but I will give out the chat's email address, which is thekachat at gmail.com and our Twitter account, which is at thekachat. We are, we could not be more serious about wanting your thoughts about Mm -hmm. this show coming out because God knows you're going to notice something insane that we don't. Uh, And we would hate to miss that. And now John's going to say his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you can about this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. Yeah, Ziggler Beaver! Tiny robots on.